up your frozen dinners, grab your TV tray, and settle in for another episode of The Plus Platoon, your podcast for all things Disney Plus, brought to you by Disney Plus fans. Watch along with us every week as we cover all the new, the old, the good, and the bad on Disney Plus. So put down that remote, don't touch that dial, and welcome your fabulous Plus Platoon host. Hey everyone, welcome to the Plus Platoon. We're a Disney Plus fan podcast that gives honest, spoiler-filled reviews of movies and shows on Disney Plus. We'll look at new releases, coming attractions, and we'll even go back into the vault to revisit some of the classic Disney that's on the platform. Make sure you're subscribed and you will never miss a moment. From Hurricane Central, I'm going to bring in my girl Kate. Kate, how's the weather? Uh, windy and rainy, but it hasn't hit quite yet, uh, probably tomorrow. So we're just, uh, I don't know if it's hunkered down or bunkered down. I've heard hunker. both. Hunker. With a P? H, with an H. Oh, with an H, a hunker down. Okay. Yeah. I've heard both, so I didn't know. So yeah, we're doing good. Next, we have got Peter. Pete, good to see you this evening. Hey, everybody. The question I need answered tonight is... Did we miss the scene in which Ampetunia locked little Cassian in the cupboard under the stairs? Because that, that just, I, I, I kind of missed that part. Which one was Aunt Petunia? <laughs> which, which mo- actor Cassian's was it? mom. Fiona. There, or no, she, Marvo. Marvo, I think. Oh, uh, that was Aunt Petunia? That's Aunt Petunia. Yeah. She's lost weight. <laughs> well, she's a little older. <laughs> a little older. <laughs> <laughs> Next, we've got Sam. Sam, good to see you this evening. Hello, everyone. It is hunker down in a bunker, Kate, just to be clear. Uh, you hunker down in a, in a bunker. Yeah, so a bunker is the place. Hunker is what you do. Um, but I'm with bunker. hunker in the bunker. But Pete, I am with you. It is Marva. And she will always be Aunt Petunia to me as well. So, um, but yeah, she thankfully isn't locking Cassian or Cassa in yeah. uh the cupboard under well, we, the stairs that well, we, we don't know, know. Yeah. we we saw that we saw when she adopted him but right but is he gonna have an adoptive adopted, brother or cousin adopted, named dursley adopted yeah yeah dursley. Ad- <laughs> yeah kidnapped stolen from his <laughs> planet we're calling it adopted okay saved she saved <laughs> and since we have our uh, star wars we've got our resident star wars geek gina gina hi Hi, thanks for having me. Well, since this is Star Wars talk and not Harry Potter talk, I'm going to have to say (laughs) that Marva does adopt him, but it looks like it's just them and the droid, but I'm still waiting for K2SO. So I'm waiting for that droid. He's he's coming. Yeah. Hey, by the way, what do we, what do you, what does one call a prequel to a prequel? Yeah, Pete. <laughs> <I mean. laughs> yeah, that was I was trying to come up with a joke for that, but in, but in, so instead I went down this rabbit hole of all all the different Greek things. Was amazing to sit and watch happen. <laughs> by the way, this this is actually an interquel because it's between a, a a set of stories that are before and a set of stories that are after. So therefore, that makes it an interquel. You know, I thought it was a prequel to a prequel because I feel like it, this is a prequel to Rogue One and Rogue One is a prequel to Star Wars. It, it, it is also it is also a prequel to a prequel, but it's also a sequel to the uh, the um, two episodes one, two and three. Episodes one, right. two and three. So it's 
if it's between stories, it's that's what I looked up. Damn it, I Star can't. Wars! Why can't you make this easy for us? It's five, it. five years oh, before the Battle of Yavin. <laughs> yeah, this is. But why couldn't is... they start numbering these things? Like we could have this could be like episode like three A or something but, like that. But they did something that Star Wars has never done before. Gina yes, just pointed did. it out. They stuck it right on the screen. They said five B B Y, which is five years before the Battle of Yavin, which well, is no Death Star episode four. So every, everything in everything before baby Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> no, they would have said before Grogu then it would have said. <laughs> Let me have this moment, Sam. That's well, awesome. Pete is basking in this moment. Hey, <laughs> what have we got going for the Disney plus news this oh, week? I will live on beyond baby Yoda. Okay. Uh, Disney plus news. We just have two things to talk about. First of all, ahead of Werewolf by Night's premiere next month, Disney Plus updated the listed genre of the Halloween special from comedy to horror, potentially paving the way for a more serious look at the comic. Uh, Disney's taking a turn, people. Yeah, that's unfortunate because I was looking forward to it being kind of a comedy. But we, when we watched this premiere, when we watched it, we weren't sure, right? Right. And I'm yeah. still not 100% sold either way. Okay. Yeah. Well, all right. Next up, um, and last but certainly not least, James Earl Jones has signed over the rights to his archived Darth Vader recordings, allowing for AI to create the famous voice going forward. We have already heard this in Obi-Wan, and it seems that um, it'll be going that way moving forward. And all base voice actors cried. Oh, this is the way. This is the way, you guys. Unfortunately, but, yeah. they, but James just have but a James, bass voice and aren't voice actors. Yeah. Well, They're, James Earl Jones's voice though is iconic as Darth Vader, yeah. and he's he's quite old now, and his voice doesn't sound exactly the same no, as when he originally voiced the character. So they, as I understand, they they actually used his voice, but they remixed it or mastered it or whatever they call it, audio engineered it. Um, in for this for obi-wan in order to make it sound more like how he sounded in the original films so this is not a we shouldn't look at this as a bad no, thing because no. his voice is going to live on for eternity as darth what, vader 92? Nine, yeah and i yeah. wanted him to record the alphabet and record like the encyclopedia so this is pretty much my request yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I bet they do have a ton of recordings from, you know, him from from various from the, obviously the original films, but probably even from, um, you know, from the later films as well. So it'd be interesting you, to see how much he's how much tape they have of him. Can you pick his voice on Waze? Because I know there's oh, like some that would be cool. I know um, there's some actors. P3PO. Yeah, you could Anthony Daniels. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. I did have him. That would be fun. I wonder if he could be like my Siri or Alexa voice. Uh, I feel like that would be kind of awesome. uh, Yeah. (laughs) He has such a great voice. But someday they'll sell someday they'll sell the rights to Microsoft or to Apple or Google or somebody to make him in your everybody's home. You'll have James Earl Jones right in your home. Seriously, we we've been watching um Rebels because we're like Kate's doing her Marvel watch through we're doing Star Wars watch through with my wife, and she's starting to learn the timeline, which is very exciting. And, um, but anyways, uh, when you get into season two of that, Darth Vader shows up 
pretty significantly. And same thing, you can kind of tell that it's it's James Earl Jones, but he's he definitely sounds like a little elderly in it. And it's a little it's a little awkward. So I think, you know, I think I don't know. I think it's fine. You know, it's such an iconic voice. It's not it's not going to happen with a lot of characters. I think, you know, this is it's just because it's him, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've had that with some of the original Disney characters, of course. We've had not not these audio engineered, but somebody replacing the voice and not kind of sounding exactly like it. But then eventually we all get used to it and, and sort of yeah. move on. But I'm not sure anybody wants a different voice for Darth Vader from James Earl Jones. Yeah. And I don't think Disney, that's one thing I don't think Disney's stupid enough to try. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. So. All right. Okay. Now. Since we are in oh, since we are in Star Wars universe, we talked had Andor premiere this week. We had three episodes. Each of them ran about thirty five ish minutes long, plus or minus a couple minutes. And Pete, I'm going to start down with you. Is this feeling like a typical Star Wars series, or does it feel like something different to you? Yeah. So I'll start. I'll start out by admitting, and I kind of feel like I might be in the minority. I really liked this series so far. Um, I don't know. I, (laughs) um, but one of the things I complain about with star Wars is that, and we've talked about this before with Marvel, Marvel to me tries to do something different a lot of the time, not all the time, but, um, star Wars tends to just be star Wars. Um, I thought this felt a little bit different in that they really tampered down a lot of the um the regulars so to speak um i thought it was very interesting that they you know the bad guys uh so to speak were were like this corporation as opposed to they very easily could have had the bad guys be stormtroopers and had Mm -hmm. the same old stormtroopers that they have everywhere and that in particularly they that they they kept away from really i mean other than references to the empire and things like that they really kept away from um the the tropes of star wars mm-hmm. um not to say that it didn't feel like it was set in the star wars universe but i i thought it was um i thought it was a little more grounded in like a reality that Star Wars tends to be more fantasy. Of course, there was no lightsabers and no, you know, space wizards, <laughs> which, which tend to populate a lot of Star Wars. Um, but uh, so, yeah, I, th- I thought it felt a little different and it felt a little more character driven than action driven, which, again, Star Wars tends to be more action driven with a little bit of character development. What about you, Sam? Do you, do you think this uh, felt pretty typical or did it feel a little different to you? To me, this felt like a good Star Wars movie or the beginnings of a good Star Wars movie. This felt like um, a Rogue One. I'm going to say I, I, I think Rogue One is a fantastic movie. Um, I, it felt like even kind of like a new hope. I mean, we're getting character development, we're getting a plot and we're getting action all rolled into one and three episodes. We got a little bit of everything. And actually we got a little bit of everything in almost every episode, although more action, obviously in the, in the third episode of the three. Um, But yeah, I really liked this. I thought this was a great opening. Um, I, I like the character Cassian Andor. Um, I like Diego Luna playing Cassian. He is a handsome looking man. I will say that. Um, and he's a great actor. He's playing this role. I think 
pretty well, considering we don't know him that I mean, we know him a little bit from Rogue One, but we don't know his background and his story. And so we're getting his origin story is what I feel like. I also would say, I think that this is I see a little little bits of of Boba Fett in this, but done better. And what I mean by that is in Boba Fett, we had all of these flashbacks, but we had no idea what timeline we were on because we couldn't we didn't really know where we were we didn't know when we were we didn't know we kept jumping back and forth time frames and it was it was kind of confusing i mean i figured it out by like sort of episode two perhaps but the first episode is super confusing to me um this one feels very clear delineations of when we're seeing cassian as a young boy on his home planet on canary i think it's called um and then we're seeing him obviously on, I can't remember the name of this planet, but basically as an adult, right? So we're, we're, there's a clear delineation. I can tell when we're flashing back and I can tell when we're in present day very easily. And I could tell it was him, even though it's obviously a different actor playing the younger version of him. And we're getting the background about his sister, even though we had absolutely no dialogue on Canari that we could understand. So Agreed. they were speaking. They were speaking in Canari. There were no subtitles. Um, so we had no idea what the dialogue was, but we could make out most of what was going on from just the, you know, from the context. And I, I thought that was really well done, much better done than was done in Boba Fett. So yes, it's, it's typical, um, in the sense that it's got a lot of what we saw in Rogue One in character development, plot, and action, and in, frankly, the original Star Wars movie with movies, I should say, th four, five, and six, which are obviously the best of the bunch, as I don't think anybody will debate. Um, and then we're seeing uh, some similarities, but probably it done better than what Boba Fett. I'm not sure it's, you know, it's different than Mandalorian, but Mandalorian standing alone is a very different kind of story, I think. So, yeah, that's that's my my impressions. Derek, what do you think? Is this typical or is this something new and different? I think your uh, comparison to Boba F Book of Boba Fett is very on the point on point because it feels with the flashbacks, it really felt like Book of Boba Fett except for the fact that it was a whole lot more concentrated. It, it's like someone took the book of Boba Fett and actually focused it on the, the part of the plot that matters. Mm -hmm. um, I think, I think these three episodes could have been done in two. Um, just uh, a little bit. I mean, it just felt there was a couple points where I thought, okay, we get it let's move it along a little bit more, mm -hmm. but I also have to make this last 12 episodes. So yeah, yes, somebody paid for 12 episodes, right? Um, so, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I'll, I'll come around after we're talking a little while about part of it that didn't work for me, but yeah, I mean, yes, it, it, it did feel like a typical star Wars series because it was all the modern, the modern stuff, the stuff where it was actually, um, was all that browns and grays mm. and mm -hmm. muted, dirty colors, which is yeah. how you knew it was a flashback. It was actually stuff that was green. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, oh, that's a good point. That's actually visually, a really good point. They used visual. It, yeah. Visually, it felt like a very, very typical Star Wars series. Mm -hmm. So 
It's a really I mean, good point, Tara. So, Kate. Okay. Okay. So I'm, I'm bummed and I'm not bummed at this show. I actually really enjoyed the show. And I said this a little bit before the show, I am bummed that it is so hard for me to get into star Wars because I want to just be immersed in star Wars. I want to love star Wars as much as all of you do. And as much as all my friends here at world do, I want to be, I almost said a Trekkie. I almost said a Trekkie. <laughs> almost. <laughs> like, I want to be a Jedi. I want to just love it. And it is so hard for me to buy into it. I feel like even these storylines could be so good. And I feel like for some reason, it would still have a hard time keeping my attention. And um, so I I watched all three episodes today because I wanted to make sure I was super like right there. I didn't have any questions. And while I will say I liked this more than some of the stuff that we watched because it is very character driven, which I like more than lightsaber battles. Um, I still just struggle. Everyone to... loves a good lightsaber battle though. Kate, come on every, I mean, every once in a while, you don't want it like the entire show, like we had it's with true. Obi-Wan, but like a good lightsaber battle, you know, at the end of a movie where somebody yeah. loses an arm is, you know, really, really true. good. Um, Sam made a very, very good point that I wanted to say, and then forgot that I wanted to say, and then she reminded me that I wanted to say it. Um, the part when they are in a flashback and they're only speaking in, is it Canali? Canari. Canari. Um, the writing of that and the directing of that was so good because while you didn't know what they were saying, you knew what they were saying. I got caught up though. Um, I think I was thinking too hard because I was like, okay, wait, which one of these girls is the woman that he's following? And it's none of them. And it's none of them, but I didn't know that. So then I'm like, oh, well, is it the older one that he's following? Wait, she just got shot and she'd be a lot older than him. And I think that distracted me from what was actually happening was me trying to figure out who and what, um, I appreciated a lot. Um, and but see, I feel like I missed something here. The the main bad guy with the brown hair who kind of looks like Ramses from Game of Thrones. Um <laughs> but a thinner version of Ramses, yeah. yeah. He kind of like commander from guy. Game of Thrones. Um I couldn't figure him out. I couldn't figure him out because in sometimes I was like, ooh, I feel like he's regretting this decision, but like. But then he's like, no, get them. Go and get them. They're bad people. He doesn't have an accent like that, but you can imagine. Um, it would have been better if he had. It would yes. funny if he did. I, I feel like there was a lot of like subliminal stuff going on that I was trying to catch. But that, like, I was the kid out in the outfield trying to catch the ball that then, like, just went way over my head. So... I- yeah. I don't, I don't think, think there you was missed anything there. You didn't I don't miss think anything. It's so simple. I think he's just trying to like prove himself and out uh, and outmaneuver his boss, who right, who folks. he sees as sort of lazy and yeah. not you know proactive. So yeah, I don't and- think it's anything. I think we don't have a lot of depth to him yet. He's just kind of the evil doer right now. Got yeah, it. and I'm I'm not sure he's going to be around more, but we'll find out. Um, yeah, I, I, I want to let Gina talk though. Yeah. Go ahead, yeah. Gina. So. 
this is funny because I don't hate the show at all. I don't hate it. It does not feel like Star Wars to me at all, though. It, the galaxy feels like it, but I equated this more to Battlestar Galactica. Those Battlestar, when you're on the planet. I love Battlestar. But the, it had that Battlestar feels for me. They're on the planet and there's the bad, but we don't know how, what is his deal. Then we have this other guy who's jealous of the girlfriend, like this jealousy story. I'm like, this is Battlestar Galactica and Stargate. I totally didn't <laughs> feel like I was part of the Star Wars universe, I felt more like I was part of Battlestar or Stargate or those other space stories. Dramas. Yeah. 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 Because Battlestar, I feel like is like a, a space drama. Yeah. And this had anything. that vibe for me with the jealous boyfriend. And then we had the guy trying to get the job and we have just a totally different story until Stellan Skarsgård. Once he showed up, then I'm like, okay, now we're getting towards my storyline with what's going on with the with the big bad and the mining i'm like oh is what is the mine is that kyber like that's when i started getting into the star wars vibe and then looking at okay where are we going with our story what are we going to learn about the galaxy so right and leaving the planet right i feel like that part them leaving the planet that they were on meaning uh andor and i forget what stellan's character's name is i don't know his name yet yeah 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 so anyway So that's where I'm at. Anyway, Pete, what were you going to say? I just wanted to say, like, there wasn't a lot of to me, there was really like two levels to this, which is one. It's kind of giving us an origin story of this character, Cassian Andor, who is kind of a let's let's call me a a street rat. Right. From Mm -hmm. (laughs) since we're talking Disney here. Right. (laughs) yeah, he's 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 like he's basically a criminal, um, but he's like a small time criminal on this planet. He's just trying to trying to stay alive, but he's not super ambitious or anything like that. He's just just and he's maybe trying to find his sister, but we only really get one scene of that. Um, trying to make a buck, trying to. But then there's yeah. this then there's this bigger story that is going to come into play as well of oppression that. Mm-hmm we see that people people don't really like Cassian all that much, but like they support him because of the oppressive, the, the empire that is like oppressing everybody. And so we sort of see at the end, like everybody kind of comes together. Yeah. They don't really rise up or anything particularly, but they at least like help each other out. They signal each other, they do things like that. And so we're starting to see the the buildup of the rebel alliance and, I, and and to me it's one of the things that I thought was cool about Rogue One and I think is going to be cool about this story is we're going to see where we went from this just oppressive regime that was just keeping everybody down to these people coming around to having hope that the future can be better and um, so I thought they did a very good job of um, of that part of the story and that's that's mm-hmm. what I really liked. Uh, I don't know if this is the right time to talk about the one thing I didn't really care for, um, which honestly is the flashbacks. And not that I didn't like the flashbacks, but it was too much flash. It was yeah, they were long. That that part of the story dragged for me a little bit, and there were things in the flashbacks I wanted to know about that they didn't tell us about, and maybe that's good. But like. Did anyone else notice that like this little this tribe of people were all kids? No adults. Yeah, yeah. I noticed Lord of the Flies. I noticed Lord of the Flies, and and I also noticed that they had a 
crashed ship. Yeah. Right. And they had like real clothes. I mean, they weren't making yeah. clothes out of deer skin or something like it that. It gave you Lord of the Flies vibes. It gave me yeah, because it, vibes. Yeah, because <laughs> of the oh, it gave me Lord of the Fly, Flies Lord vibes Flies. because it was this they, it was clearly this tribe led by like teenagers and without See? any parents. Same feeling, different movie. Yeah. Is <laughs> Lord of the Flies is the one where like I think I'm Lord of the Flies and Animal Farm mixed up. Yeah. It's on the flies is the, the boys on a island and yeah. they turn into yeah, yeah, yeah. and they all have funny names. Basically. Yeah, they give each other some Yeah, okay. I remember I read it in high school. Yeah. Yeah. So that so there's like a story there about and you get this big mine and everything like mm-hmm. that. So there's a story there that they didn't tell us, and maybe eventually we're gonna hear it. So I shouldn't get too upset about it, but like like I was more interested in the story they didn't tell us than this overlong plot about okay we get it he we get it he he's this kid on this planet and he ends up getting taken off the planet okay yeah we didn't need, no, we didn't need 30 minutes of screen time or whatever to tell us that story so yeah i agree with you i think some of the flashbacks just showing them uh interacting with each other and then the painting of their faces and stuff it was just kind of drawn out and long and especially because we didn't know what they were saying or could only we got the gist of what they were doing but didn't know exactly what the dialogue was you know saying it went on a little too long i think you're right they could have told the same effective plot without um and by cutting probably five minutes of you know of just that some of that flashback stuff little you know little bits from each flashback scene and to derek's point they could have condensed those three episodes into to maybe 40 to 45 minute, you know, 45 minute episodes, um, you know, that would, it probably could have been done. They would have been longer, I think, than the 35 minutes, but yeah, they wouldn't have had to make them hour long episodes in order to make them two, two episodes. The present day stuff. I did not feel that. I felt that 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 told a story very effectively. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Okay. Gina jumping over to you. So far, and the, from the feel we're getting, we're not going to have any... Yes, we're going to have some of the Rogue One characters will show up in this because we've seen it in some of the previews. But are you okay with a series without any major character appearances? Because so far, um, they have thrown in major... Uh, from the original trilogy, major character appearances in just about every single one of their series. Are you okay with a series without any of those? Yeah. Well, let me start with, I liked, I liked um, Clone Wars, the animated series. I liked it. So I want to start there because that's a slog and you only know Anakin and, um, and Obi-Wan. That's all, you know, and then they go to all these planets and, you know, Yoda and, you know, the, the Jedi. And then we're talking about, Rebels, you don't know anybody, and I love Rebels. Rebels is probably my one of my favorites, and you don't see anybody, any major characters until end of episode, end of season two, I think, and then at season three when you see beginning of season right? two, they beginning okay, of season, season two is two. when they show up. Yeah. So with those backgrounds, liking the slog, liking the you know, I like the slog, and I like the not knowing, but they're building inside my universe. I'm fine without any major character call it slog call it <laughs> plot and character development gina <laughs> I'm, I'm comparing it to clone wars clone wars is a definite five season slog anyway so i'm okay i'm okay with it and i think the major character is going to show up but it's not going to be from the trilogy it's going to be from like we said rogue one who is saul Guerrero, who i'm really excited to see saul anyway <laughs> what about you pete 
I, I want more of this for my Star Wars, to be honest. I want more of let's, you know, I, I would have been happy, happy with Mandalorian if Luke had never shown up. I mean, it was a, it was a great scene and all, but like we didn't we didn't really need it. That story was going really well without doing that. And, um, you know, and I think Boba Fett is so far the weakest of the Star Wars series. And it's almost entirely characters we know. <laughs> <laughs> or at least at least a lot of characters we know. And so I, you know, I, I, I so much like this when we're getting like new stories. I want, I want stores to experiment more. I want it to, to try branching out, try new things. It, it, it can't rely on telling us the same story over and over again. And cause I feel like they, they also did that with Mandalorian and which, which is, uh, you know, one of my favorite, uh, star Wars things of all. So, um, so yeah, I, 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 I hope they, and I, and I, and I'm sorry, I don't think Saw Gerrera is a major character. Um, <laughs> I suppose if you sat, I suppose if you sat through clone wars and all the That's other fine. things, he, he shows up a lot, but, <laughs> yeah. um, yeah, but, um, no, I, I, I hope they keep it to characters that we're not as familiar with. Yeah. Sam. I'm going to have to piggyback on on what you said, Pete, but I'm going to give a, a different example, which is Obi-Wan, right? In Obi-Wan, we know all the time during every fight scene, we know that neither Darth nor Obi-Wan can die because they have to be alive for the for episode four through six. Right. So um, it is it's constantly frustrating in that show because you are never really surprised by what happens, except if it happens to a minor character. Now, in this show, of course, we know Cassian Andor needs to live, but every other character is up for grabs. Like anyone can die. Anyone can almost die. Anyone can become paralyzed and end up in a suit like Darth Vader or live because they end up in a Bacta tank or what. You know, we don't know what's going to happen with any of these characters. We just met. Stellan Skarsgård's character, we don't know what's going to happen to him. Obviously, he's going to be a major character. We have Bix, which is a female character that is also, I think, going to be a major character. Um, you know, she is not the love interest right now, but she could be a future love interest. But she, if anything, she's going to be an important character. At least that's what they're sort of telegraphing with the first few episodes. So, yeah, I, I love that we are having... I'll call you know new characters or characters we don't know much about because then we don't know exactly what's going to happen and we don't know where the plot's going to take us and we don't know who's going to become important to the rebellion right right now the only one we know who's going to be important to the rebellion is Cassian Andor we know nothing about anybody else so I love that I think it's great um I hope they continue with giving us these new characters uh, like you said, Pete, and and try things differently and, and give us a new story so that it's not all about Darth and Luke and Leia and Han Solo and Obi-Wan. What about you, Derek? Look, I think they're going to bring in some, I think they're going to bring in some of the fairly major rebellion characters relatively soon. I it's, it's going to happen. And I think it needs to happen in order to truly make a connection to the original to the original trilogy and to Rogue One, because in Rogue One, all the major players of the rebellion are fairly known by most of the people who are in the rebellion. So I think they're going to have to bring in these major characters in order for the story to make sense. I think they're going to have to bring in these major characters to pull in some of the outside people who don't really care about Cassian Andor. They're going to have to pull in somebody to get people to pay attention to this. 
But I think it's going to have to happen for the plot development just because you're going to have to pull in these major leaders of the rebellion. Otherwise, how's he? why is he really going to care about the rebellion and be willing to sacrifice himself for this if they don't show some of these major characters, some of the major generals and such from New Hope and Rogue One and such? I, I, just, I think it's got to happen in order for this story to truly connect over to Rogue One. Kate? Uh, well, I kind of hope they don't introduce some characters that I'm supposed to know who they are. <laughs> yeah. Because then it will make me even more confused because I <laughs> I'm supposed to know who they are and I won't know who they are. Uh, I, You know what's so funny about this, Kate? I actually texted Gina this afternoon before the show saying, was I supposed to know anybody in this show besides Cassie and Andor? Because if I was, I don't. Can you tell me? And like, I literally asked Gina this question. So I love that you just said this because it reminded me of the fact that I sent her that text. And the answer is no. And I I'm with you because I don't think, even though I loved Rogue One, I'm not, I'm not sure I'm going to remember, you know, the generals or, you know, the specific characters other than the major, you know, one. So, yeah. So I'm, I hope that they don't. I also think it's funny how we went from watching She-Hulk that was like, every single episode is a new cameo of somebody, you know, and that you love, (laughs) but like this, it's like, oh, and I feel bad because I'm the one who thought Andor was a planet before we started watching this. Like, I didn't realize it was a person. And so I had to literally keep telling myself, I think this guy is Andor. I'm pretty sure this guy's Andor because nobody calls him Andor at first. They only call him Cass. Yes. And so I was like, I'm pretty sure this is Andor. <laughs> Not positive, but I'm going to go with my gut on this one. Um, You're right. Okay. I want more of that dang drool. Oh, wait, we're not there yet. Never mind. We're, that's what we want more. Well, sure. <laughs> that, okay. And that can, Kate, lead us can I lead into it? Yes. Yeah, go ahead, Kate. Perfect. What do you want what from do the I want? Sorry. <laughs> Give me more of that dang droid. Are you kidding me? He has a stutter. <laughs> he has a stutter. He's so cute. And when he's like, he's like, you you need to tell a lie. Uh, tell them this and this. That's two lies. Two lies. <laughs> um, it was the perfect comic relief for a rather heavy moment. Uh, let, give me more of that droid, man. Are you kidding me? That was so good. That had me laughing actually out loud. Um, even though the droid, the droid doesn't mean to betray him. But the droid is the one giving the signal that tells where he is. Um, I, yeah, give me more of that droid because that was A+. plus. All right, Gina, you go. So what I do want is I want K2SO. I discussed that in the very beginning. He's the Imperial droid. So I want to know how that relationship starts. I'm really looking forward to that. I do Ooh. want some Imperial guards. I do want some infiltration. I love when they infiltrate into the enemy territory. So I do want some of that. Anyway, K2SO and some infiltration. What about you, Pete? Well, I, 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 kind of what I said about this one, I want to I see how that 
that rebellion builds. I find, I find that very interesting. Like how do you go from all these planets that everybody is kind of feeling repressed and, but is afraid to do anything to this group of people that come together and, and rebels kind of gives you that too. You get, you get that a little bit out of rebels, but rebels is uh, obviously directed at a, somewhat different younger. audience, a younger, younger audience than this show. Um, so I'm really, I'm kind of looking forward to that. Um, I, 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 I hope we get some more of Bix. I really do. I, that's an interesting character. And I almost hope we get some more of the, um, I have no idea what his name is, but the, the guy that led the raid, um, the, not the, Ramses, not Ramses. Yes. Him. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm really expecting, as I said, I'm expecting, um, a change of story. I, I think I read, I read somewhere that this, this show is kind of, it's like three episode blocks. Okay. So we, we got a three episode story. Then we're going to get like another th- kind of separate three episode story. And that doesn't necessarily mean that the characters won't be in multiple of these stories, but it sounds like that's what they're going to do is there's, there's kind of like four, three episode stories in the first season. And and then, but all of these are taking place in like a single year. And then the last, the second season is going to be one story and then they're going to jump ahead a year and then another story. So we're going to see a lot of kind of like, mini movies out of this series almost to give us the background and the history of Andor and, and again, also the development of the rebellion. So I'm, I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm glad other people are enjoying it. Cause I, I kind of, the show is very, I, I called it slow burn, right? Hmm. It's not, it's not super fast paced or anything like that, but I'm enjoying it. So I'm looking forward to, to more. Uh, what about you, Sam? What do you want to see? Gosh, I want to see all of the things that you all said, but I also want more about his Canari background. I want to understand more, as you said in our earlier question, Pete, how they got to Canari in the first place and how they ended up without parents um, there and how this sort of tribal structure formed. I'm not sure they can do it without subtitles, though. Um, I'm not sure they can give me all of that without subtitles, I mean. Um, but I also want to know a little bit more about his upbringing with Marva and the other guy. So I, I, I want a little bit more of the, more flashbacks, but for of specific, you know, events in his life, um, perhaps not the same kind of flashback we got in the first three episodes. Um, I also want more of this villain. I actually like this. I mean, I don't like him because you're not supposed to like a villain, but I I think he's a decent villain, right? His motivations are kind of to prove himself and um and to you know right the wrongs that you know this murder of these two officers or whatnot. So I, I would like to see a little bit more of him. I'm not sure if we're going to because we're switching planets, right? We're going someplace new, but I would be happy to see him as the as a vil- the villain going forward. Um. I would also like to see what happens when his boss returns from that meeting because I think he's going to get spanked (laughs) (laughs) for the big screw up because he ended up like, you know, with like 10 or however many of his soldiers dead now because of, well, he went with a crew of 12. 12. Yeah. Right. He went with a crew of 12, but he's returning with just a couple. So, yeah. So probably nine or 10 of them are dead. (laughs) So I would, I kind of want to see. I kind of want to see his repercussions. I think yeah. that would be a, a fun, a fun scene, even if we don't get a whole lot more from that. So yeah, so far, this is a good start for me. Um, I, I think it'll be interesting to see if, if it pans out, uh, Pete, what you said about these sort of three episode arcs um, and, and how far 
in time they jump if they do jump in time. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to the rest of the season. Derek, so, what are you look? What are you looking so, for? So we can call him something besides not Ramsey's. Uh, his character yeah. name is Cyril Karn. Not Cyril. Ramsey's. Okay. Not Ramsey. So Cyril. Cyril. Okay. So I want to see Cyril. a little more Cyril, and I want to see Cyril get spanked by his boss. The boss. Yeah, I love the boss. <laughs> <laughs> Derek, what do you what do you want from the rest of the show? See, for me, I really don't need more Cyril. Cyril reminds me of the in Pirates Two and Three, the East India Trade Company guy who the little oh. weasel. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And he even kind of looks like him. Yeah, a little bit. I guess you mean that. you like Wesselton? <laughs> <laughs> Duke Wesselton. Um, what do I want from the show? I want the Empire. I want the Empire there. I want to see. Okay, so far because so far we haven't seen how is the Empire actually, um, how is the Empire actually spreading out, spreading and, out, and yeah. pressing yeah. the people who are on all these planets because we've seen. In the trailers, a um, Imperial starship show up on his home planet. It was nowhere in this, so that yeah. tells me he's we're going to keep going to flashbacks, and he's going to yeah. end up going back to that planet at some point. But I want the Empire. I also want to see guys. You have to remember at this point, the Imperial Senate is still a thing, mm-hmm. right? So. How I want to see some of that politics there. I want to see some of how, yes, it's now the Galactic Empire, but the Senate is still there. And yeah. is it, are some of those senators going to be involved in helping with the rebellion? Oh, are, and, and for sure they are. Yeah. And, awesome. Yeah. But show me that. If this yeah. is really going to be the rise of the rebellion and why they hate the empire so much. Show me why I should hate the Empire so much. So then we will have Banograna. So we will have a <laughs> we will have a major character. I don't know. Yeah. So <laughs> show again. Show me why I should hate the Empire so much. Show me why I should hate all these. Show me why I should care about the rebellion and why well, I should root for the rebellion. Yeah. Well, we know Mon Mantha shows up, who is I wouldn't call her a major character, but she is. She's the rebel leader in yeah. Return of the Jedi. And in um, Empire, and in Ro- I think. Uh, does she show up in she's Empire? In one. She's in Rogue One as well. She's in, and she's this, in Empire too. Yeah. This this actress plays her in Rogue One, but anyways, yes. she's she's a se- former senator that becomes one of the yes. um rebel leaders. I but I too. wouldn't, as I said, I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily call her a major Star Wars character. But and see, I would call her major enough to to meet the the major character appearances because she is one of the leaders of the rebellion. In the original trilogy, she oh, is. well, then we yeah we know because they they've said that she's almost like a co lead of the series. So I think once we get yeah. to the next set of episodes, um, and and now I think they're coming out one at a time, right? But I think yeah. we're yes. gonna she's gonna come in in the next round of episodes, probably even the next episode, and and gonna be pretty important to the story. So I and think I think you're gonna get what you want though, Derek. On the, on the I would say. The other thing is, I want more Stellan Skarsgård. I really I want, I, I I want more of him. I, I think rad. he is phenomenal Love him. just about everything he's ever everything done. Everything he touches turns yeah. to gold. Yep. I agree. Um, I also and he's actually good playing a bad guy, too. I want to know where the sister is. Mm. Yeah. I want to know yeah. where the sister is. So that, but that's it for that's me. Fair. That that's could fair. be definitely one of the side plots. Mm-hmm. 
Well, we will definitely keep an eye on this series. We will probably have a mid-season report-ish somewhere in about four or five weeks. And then we will definitely make sure we hit this at the end. But next week, lock up your children. Unlock your liquor cabinet because we are going to Hocus Pocus 2. I was telling my wife earlier that if you made a drinking game out of every time they played a reference to Hocus Pocus 1, you would be dead by the end of this movie. <laughs> oh, be dead by the end of the trailer. Yes. That's true. So we are watching Hocus Pocus 2. Um, for what's better or drink- worse, we are watching Hocus Pocus 2. What should the drinking game be? I put a spell on you every time. I put a spell on you every time. <laughs> Dance party every time. <laughs> Every time someone says a muck, yeah. <laughs> a muck might be, but again, I it's just there's going to be, yeah. I'm okay, guys. It's going to be great. Raise your hand <laughs> if you're actually looking forward to watching this movie. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, Kate, and and Pete's a little okay. Um, and and <laughs> there goes Kate. <laughs> When we watched the original Hocus Pocus, I gave it a two and a half begrudgingly. Kate and Pete both gave it a three and a half. I only gave it a three and a half. <laughs> it's yeah. not that good. It's not, <laughs> not that, that good. good. So join us next week. And I absented myself on that one. <laughs> join us next week as we do watch Hocus Pocus 2, the return of, and I almost said Ethel Merman, the return of <laughs> Bette Midler. Um, and guys, Sarah we Jessica are, Parker. Sarah Jessica Parker. Kathy Najimy. Yes. We, I mean, but I think, and the guy who plays Billy. But I think those are the only four who are coming back. So my wife actually asked me, are, are any of the original kids coming back? No, they're not. <laughs> no. They, cer- they yeah. certainly no didn't Thora? put them in the trailer. If they are, no Thora. Yeah. Thora's too cool for school now. So, oh. <laughs> um, guys, we are going to have a couple spots in, especially early November, where we're going to need some suggestions to watch. Please email us at plusplatoon at gmail dot com with some suggestions because we want to. And we use your suggestion. May I have you on the show to help us talk about it. We are at Facebook at YouTube. Plus Platoon, Twitter, Instagram, everything. Guys, shows are out every Thursday on YouTube and all major podcasting platforms. Please like, subscribe, give us those five-star reviews so that we can get Plus Platoon out to more people. Thank you, everyone. Especially thank you, Gina, for coming on for Star Wars. And we will see everyone next week. Bye, guys. May the force be with you. Howdy, howdy. watching this week's episode of the plus platoon be sure to subscribe to the plus platoon podcast to keep getting great content each week then head over to apple podcast and leave those five star reviews as they help make the plus platoon visible to even more disney plus fans also go to youtube and like and subscribe to the plus platoon channel where you can watch all future episodes live If you have a question for the Plus Platoon, please send us an email to plusplatoon at gmail.com or connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Plus Platoon. The Plus Platoon is a Disney Plus fan podcast and is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or the Disney Plus streaming service. All opinions expressed on the show are solely those of the individual hosts and in no way reflect the views of the Walt Disney Company. Thanks for watching and be sure to stay tuned for next week's episode because the Plus Platoon is to be continued. Continued.